I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what what are you you not saying? The dog lover. Hey, y'all. It's us again. We're back live from the closet, our favorite spot and your favorite show on the block. Don't you ever forget it. (laughs) Every time you giggle. (laughs) Because you say it every time. (laughs) Well, I'm just making sure that people know. Um, This is going to be such a good episode because, honestly, I'm in a mood. (laughs) (laughs) She is in a mood. You know, I'll have to say this is the very first time we have ever recorded a podcast with anything in our hand other than coffee. Today we have wine and an Aperol spritz joining us on the Say More show. So we're just going to go there today. Maybe uncover some of the things we've been moving through as we jam on some daily self-love practices, mm-hmm. ways to show yourself love, and just coming back home to you, really, at the end of the day. Um, but before we dive into that, as always, a little pulse check, check. check. How we doing, gals? How did you say more, be more, or do more this last week? If you're listening, pause and do this right along with us and tune into yourself so mine is, I don't know which category, don't get caught up in this like I am right now, but category it lands in is do. Um, in saying that, I express more of my emotions. So I screamed, I cried when I wanted to cry, I felt deep anger, frustration at myself um, this last week. You had a beautiful rage session with the pillow. I Yeah, today <laughs> I got on the bed and I did more of some sacred rage things. Um, and I think that's really powerful, especially for women that like we're not supposed to get mad or get have a temper, whatever it is. I fully went there and I feel, I don't know if I, I feel better yet. It's still like in me. I'm just Ooh. like, oh, I like fire and I don't have a lot of fire in me. Yeah, but I'm I feel fire to see you release it even more. Honestly, this is, I'm glad you shared that because this is a form of self-love. Like, obviously, this is what we're going to dive into today. But allowing yourself to fully express your emotions and what arises in you in whatever way feels good. Because there's no right or wrong way to really express your emotions or release them. Um, yeah, that is a form of self-love. So I'm really proud of you for knowing what you needed and loving yourself enough to just fucking lose it so that yeah. you could come, could come back to your day. You guys, I literally couldn't believe she went back to calls after doing this, which just goes to show, like, you won't stay in it all day. Like, feelings come and go, much like water. It's very flowy. And I was just really proud of you. It was inspiring, mm-hmm. honestly, to see you have a total meltdown and then <laughs> bounce right back into your day. Yeah, I love how you brought that into what we're talking about today, too, because I think that is we will talk about it more, but like how so many self-care and self-love practices are um, more of these Pinterest ideas versus like the core of... Honestly, it's toxic 
positivity. Totally. Okay. Is, well, is we can we can do that. We're gonna but, strip it but all yeah. down. Tell us, tell us about you. Um, I think I said more. Um, I'm actually not really sure fully what category this falls under either. But I would get <laughs> confused. You were a little confused today. It's fine. Um, I guess I would say that it falls under saying more. So I was talking to my therapist and just kind of moving through some things that have been coming up for me in this season. And one of those was, I am like my most grounded when I'm leading others. So whether I'm leading breath work, whether it's a one-on-one session, like whatever it is, when I'm in a leadership role of others, I am so grounded and so centered and feel so powerful. And it's amazing. But what I reflected on and what I said more to her was, I was like, oh my God, I just realized like I'm amazing at leading others. And I thought I was amazing at leading myself, but there were a lot of ways that I was actually, there were a lot of holes there with self-leadership. And I'm not too proud to admit that because I think that's something that you can always work on. And so I guess then that went into, after I named that and said that, I went into doing more self-love practices, honestly, this last week. Um, and like you said, there were some that were like positive, some that were negative, if you, if you will. I hate that terminology, but just we'll dive into what all that mm-hmm. looks like. But I'm just really proud of myself for doing more and leading myself in a season where I felt a little maybe uneasy or uncertain or just a little foggy, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really see you in that. And I'm really proud of you for naming that and having this is the number one thing like segment right into our what we're jamming on today is all about ways to practice self love um, in ways that you don't think of is number one, Jordan has just displayed this number one trait that I think before we pinch our self love before we try to affirmation ourselves there. It's number one, taking radical responsibility. Wow, thanks. Yeah, are you surprised? A little, I didn't know where you were going with this. Keep going. Do you like that? I'm all yours. Okay, (laughs) great. So radical responsibility is before we can really change anything, we have to be radically responsible and radically honest with ourselves about where are we lacking, where are we falling short, or where are we, where's their holes, like Jordan said. Um, and until we can actually admit to ourselves in an area in which that we can improve on, we're going to be always in what is called like a, um, how do you say, like, just like being in a place of, uh, what is, what is kind of like going through the motions, being an autopilot, maybe feeling stuck. Like these are all side effects essentially of not showing yourself self-love. So whether Mm -hmm. you feel stuck, whether you're just in the constant grind, like it's very easy to get out of practicing self-love but I love that you said you do have to take radical responsibility for yourself and I think if an or you'll be a victim yeah yeah keep going no go 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 (laughs) I want to hear your thought out that that, just saying that like if we don't take radical responsibility we're always going to look for reasons why things aren't working versus actually taking responsibility for this result that you're getting um and being a victim to your reality Exactly. And then the outcome of that, right, is being stuck Mm -hmm. in the victim mentality of why is this happening to me, whatever. And it's really easy to go there. So I would name, I don't know if this analogy will help, but sometimes I feel like I always give these. You do. You're an analogy girl. I am. You know why? Because like as a kid, I loved um, like not coloring books, but like picture books. Like I understood things clear, like when I couldn't fully read when I saw pictures. And so I guess as an adult or like when I teach, like I like to give things that people can really visualize and see 
Tell, um, I want to. I'm closing my eyes. Close your yeah, eyes, folks, unless you're driving. Close your eyes. Down. All right. Take Tell a us deep a breath. <laughs> okay. Um, so picture essentially your leg bleeding and in like 50 different spots, right? And so what do we do? Like, where do we patch up first? We put band-aids all over these spots trying to stop it. And eventually that blood starts to perfuse through the band-aid, right? Like they say, don't cover bullet wounds with, with band-aids, Band right? So essentially this is you taking radical responsibility and honesty with yourself on, on what actually needs a surgical repair. Like what actually needs a surgical repair in your life or needs tended to, and maybe just picking one thing. So if you have, you know, 50 bleeding areas in your life, pick one area mm -hmm. to zone in on and practice self-love that way. But I want to hear your thoughts and diving in. I don't know if that helps paint the picture for people, but I think Sometimes we can get overwhelmed with all of these self-love practices. We can get overwhelmed with all the ways that we can improve. Mm -hmm. And the reality is there's a million ways that we can improve. There's mm -hmm. a million ways to show ourselves self-love. So it's kind of a guessing game on what works for you and what lands. Just like if your leg was bleeding in 50 different spots, mm -hmm. knowing which one is the most important to plug is gonna kind of be a guessing game. Which one needs surgery first? Which vessel is bleeding the most? And you get to be radically honest with yourself and take responsibility and start the process. Mm -hmm. We can get so caught up in um, finding the right place to start that we're getting analysis paralysis, right? We're like, this is right, what about this? And then, then we end up doing nothing. So this is your permission to start somewhere. And number one, I think always start small or start with your big rock. Like those are the simplest ways to start because one area, especially personally, that affects every area. When you're mm -hmm. off somewhere, when you're off in your relationship, that affects your personal life, everything else. When you're off individually, that affects everything else. Um, it's more of a domino. So I love mm -hmm. that you said that. I think one of the ways in which, and I'm currently always navigating this, I feel like a lot of our old episodes were all about the pressure that I put on myself. So we're bringing it back around because that never goes away. So the number one way that I think that like a self-love practice that gets overlooked because it's so simple that we don't think it's effective because we live in a world that's like, let's complicate literally everything and make mm -hmm. everything hard because we're addicted to hard, um, I think is to be compassionate with yourself and to be curious with yourself and to take the pressure off. But ultimately, it just comes down to being really gentle with yourself throughout the process of life, no matter what you're navigating. We can get so hard on ourselves, and I'm talking not only to everybody else, but to myself right now, that we can get so hard on ourselves and so fixated on what, what, what could we have done better, what we could have said better, what could we have chosen better. Like everything we kind of look more so in the past, and we beat ourselves up over just having radical responsibility on what you did right and also appreciating where you've been and what you're doing and seeing the greatness in you versus seeing all the flaws. Because if we do that, it's a rabbit hole that will literally keep you up at night like it did last night for me. Yeah, I think that you do a really good job. You named that like you noticed that I always start with like radical responsibility or honesty. And I think with you, I noticed that you're so good at this as starting with compassion and curiosity and I think for you it actually usually starts with curiosity and then you lead to compassion you get curious first from mm -hmm. what I see in you um of like what is happening and then you bring compassion into it mm -hmm. so what does that look like for you like 
when you show yourself compassion or when you get curious about something so that you can show yourself that self-love by giving yourself compassion, what does that look like for you? I think number one, like you said, we first start with curiosity. We talk a lot about this in our retreats that nothing, and you probably know this about your relationships, that nothing heals when we come at it with anger, frustration, aggression, anything other than curiosity. Mm -hmm. When we seek to understand versus to be understood, even with ourself, seeking to understand like what really is going on here. So number one, I take a moment, if I'm angry, feel the anger. Like you're not going to get through anything unless we feel the pain or feel the frustration first. Because curiosity isn't going to be the first thing that you do. And that's very normal. It's not my first thing that I do. So it's actually going to be feeling. Yeah. I would think feeling first is number one. Feeling whatever is present, bringing awareness to what is in the present moment, what emotions are there, and maybe you name them, make them a color, whatever it may be. And then you go into curiosity. This isn't like a step one, step two, step three, and like the same sitting. It may be over a few days or a few hours, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then curiosity. Curiosity is just being curious and actually saying like, oh, that's interesting that I'm really mad right now. Like, what is it really that's frustrating me? Why am I so angry? What's actually going on here? What's really present? Um, what's on my heart? Like asking yourself these thoughtful questions, and they're really not that thoughtful. They're just leading with curiosity versus what's wrong with you? Why are you so angry? You're so stupid. Just get over it. That's gaslighting yourself and that won't get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So staying with more of like questioning yourself versus attacking yourself. I I love that you said that. I want to go back to feeling because I think that that is very unfamiliar for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll name even for me, like there may be certain emotions that you allow yourself to feel and certain emotions that you don't want to feel. And so again, going back to curiosity, getting curious about that in and of itself. So what are ways to express like what you're feeling? Mm. Because I do feel that that's like a form of self-love, like feeling to me, I was going to name that, like that is my number one is, is feeling it. Um, actually one of the things my, uh, mentor told me, which I found interesting was that like, Kels, when something happens that makes her, like, I don't know, like her bike got stolen and she you was- You love this. Yes, I, I love this example. And she was just like, oh, I guess somebody needed it more. On the other hand, if that would have happened to me, I would have been like, what the fuck? We're putting up flyers everywhere. Like, let's hunt this person down. You tried to put up flyers. I me. did for her. I tried, <laughs> but she was like, not about it. So I'm like, okay. Um, but everybody processes things differently and everybody feels things differently depending on like what your relationship is to that feeling or to that emotion. Mm-hmm. And so my mentor was like, you should, or not you should, but she was like, you can, if it feels right, like set a timer, go into the bathroom. Like if you're embarrassed about the feeling or if the feeling feels unfamiliar or you're not used to throwing like rage parties or like whatever it is, like going into the bathroom, turning on the water faucet and like kind of drowning out the noise a little bit and either screaming or singing or just like almost doing a voice recording, like being like so angry and saying everything on my mind versus keeping it in and pushing it down and judging myself for the feelings that are arising which I thought was really really interesting because sometimes I think when we think something's really small and a feeling Mm -hmm. arises we like minimize it and then we don't show ourselves self-love instead we show ourselves freaking judgment and shame and hatred and all these negative um feelings towards ourselves so back to feelings Mm -hmm. what are ways that you express your feelings yeah 
Well, I really love that you named that you have the idea of going to the bathroom because I think that's really important. Like you said, women in general, I feel like we are just humans. We're, we're either supposed to be really happy or um, really sad for like a moment, right? And, and emotions have a timeline for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if like, if we're really sad for a long time, that means something. If we're angry, that means something. And we've talked a lot about the meanings that we have with things. And so for you, I, or I mean, not for you, for, yes, I'm actually talking, I'm not talking to you, <laughs> I'm not talking to you, babe. I just mean like for you, if you notice that you have like any expectations or timelines on emotions, first look at that. Second is do it by yourself first, no matter what it is, whether it's talking to yourself first. This is what I used to do. I used to voice record myself. And I love that idea about like talking to somebody in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I used to voice record myself just literally crying or talking something out and expressing something as if I was talking to somebody else. I wasn't comfortable sharing my emotions with a lot of people, yet I'm a verbal processor. So I know that about myself. I'm not a journaler about my emotions. Some people are. So that's, I love to journal. I could literally a, yeah. write for days about my feelings and I create poetry out of them, honestly. That's really beautiful. Me, <laughs> I'm like, fuck this, fuck that, and here's the F word, and here's my anger. And I, I talk so fast when I'm mad that I literally couldn't even write. Like I tried one time and I'm like, this looks awful. So I, I learned to do the, the voice recording because it just like got everything out. Um, what, what is that one lady? She's, uh, I forget her name. She wrote a book called Stress Less, Worry, Stress Less, Worry Less. I don't know, something like that. Um, but she talks about better out than in. And so just like Jordan's saying, is there so many ways to express emotions, whether you voice record yourself, whether you journal, whether you beat a pillow with rage and anger. That's what I personally love to do. If you don't want people to hear you cry, put a pillow over your face, put your pillow, put your face down in a pillow, go for a drive, three ways to move emotions, music, sound, and breath. Um, So obviously breath work, movement, working out. That's why we always feel better when we go walking. Tell us more, babe. I was just in a name. You said something along the lines of you get to feel it first. So what I want to name, I guess what came up for me when you named that is that you have to feel safe to be able to release your feelings. Okay. So if you feel safe, I do think it's good if you're like a mom or something to actually express yourself fully in front of your kids. Like it's healthy for them to see you cry. It's healthy for them to see you throw a tantrum and rage. It's not going to hurt your kids or break them to see you have the full spectrum of emotions. I think it actually does more harm than good if we pretend we're happy all the time, whether that's in front of your spouse, a best friend, your child. Social media. Yeah, like let yourself be seen in that. However, the caveat there and what Kels named is feel it for yourself first. If you don't feel safe to feel it in front of others, don't rob yourself of the experience of feeling. Just create a safer space for you to feel and then eventually titrate into um, getting to feel in front of anyone, anywhere, anytime. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that is actually, and I don't even know how much deeper I want to go there. And in general, just like that is the biggest form of self-love. And that is one of the best gifts you can give yourself is to fully feel what's inside of you. Because I think when we don't, that's when pain and anxiety and stress and trauma and all of it's trapped in the body and starts to show up as disease or um, hormonal imbalances, just literally full spectrum of like everything or you know the person that like they're like oh my god 
this happened to me and that happened to me and their whole world starts to like fall mm. apart. Yeah. I'm like, um, I don't know how to tell you this. I yeah. mean, I didn't say this, but like, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's not falling apart for like no reason. Like, mm -hmm. hello, wake up. It's trying to tell you something. And perhaps there's something that needs to be felt there. I know when I start to have what I call like a mudslide of emotions come out, I'm like, oh, hello, let me pause and like give myself the gift of feeling here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so incredibly powerful in a world that, um, yeah, I know we talked about this, is just glorifying going and pushing and getting farther away from yourself. There was something in there that I wanted to name around feeling being, um, I can't remember at all. I feel like I do this a lot. Around feeling what? I don't know. We can talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> around feeling like I guess there was something around um, – I don't know. Just like feel like if we don't feel. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we don't, you like this See, verbal guys, processor? She's coming. There you go. Coming alive. Coming in. So yeah, I feel off today. If we don't, do I sound off? No, you sound amazing. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I could listen to you all day. Okay. So um, when we feel, when we don't feel, like you said, the ways in which that it shows up in our life um, is. I don't even know where I was going with this. I can't go anymore. Well, I loved the thought that you were starting. I was named this because this is kind of what we were talking this may about be, earlier. This may help me too. And this may help you. I don't know. Or it may this is a live cut. That's fine. It may throw you further off. You know what? We always keep it real and raw for y'all. So I just hope you guys know we don't edit shit on these episodes ever. We post it as is. So if we brain fart, roll with us. Jeez. Hang tight. It's coming out. Um, <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> now I lost my now she lost her train of thought. Okay, back to when I was having a conversation um, with somebody earlier this week. It was about the expectations we often place on ways to show ourselves self-love. Like oftentimes, when I say self-love, like I'm just going to ask that. Let's start there. When I say self-love, what comes to mind? Mm. And so just think about that. Literally journal brain dump, whatever, like write out what does self mean to you? What does self-love look like to you? And I guarantee you 99% of everything you wrote down is positive. It's affirmations. It's manifestations. It's writing love notes it's to yourself. It's bubble baths. It's bubble baths. It's maybe Hot girl work. walks. Yeah, it's maybe those things. And those are great. I'm not knocking any of those things. But what I also want to name in light of all of those positive things, there gets to be self-love that looks different than that, that is rage fest, that is having meltdowns, that is crying, that is saying fuck it and allowing yourself to have a drink. Now, I know that can go really far. I'm not saying drinking is a way to show yourself self-love, but sometimes closing the freaking computer, shutting down your workday, going... Uh, and having a drink by yourself, going on a dinner date with yourself, um, just sitting in stillness, like sometimes those things are self-love too. Or throwing a freaking temper tantrum and it being a meltdown, like that is self-love. And I think that, I don't know, society has almost painted self-love to just be this like bubblegum freaking sunshine and rainbows routine that you do and I I think it's disconnecting people from themselves and from their emotions I think it's making people feel 
Like they only can be happy, like only good vibes, only good feelings. And that self-love only looks this way. And I guess I'm hoping that whoever's listening to this podcast today realizes that self-love gets to look so different for everyone. Mm -hmm. So different for everyone. And there's no right or wrong way necessarily to do it. Mm -hmm. But I think that if you take anything away from this, it's going back to feeling, allowing yourself to feel, then to get curious, maybe not that day, maybe days later, about those feelings, and then to give yourself compassion for what comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's such a different way of being and a different way of doing that I think, like you said, the world is not um, talking about. And your feelings matter. Your life matters. Your existence matters. That's why we're doing this episode and this podcast is for all of that and for you to really know that you matter. Um, Your feelings matter. They're not too much. They're not too little. They're just perfect. Um, And you are as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think... That is a really beautiful way to end this and wrap this up because I know for myself personally, it's really easy to minimize feelings or an emotion or things that happen and then not give yourself the time of day to practice that love for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope everybody listening believes that their feelings truly matter no matter how big or small. And the most courageous act of self-love that you can give yourself is to feel your emotions mm. go be radical mike drop radical responsibility go fuck some shit up this week go feel go feel heal and deal yourself all the things <laughs> you little wow. dealer we should put that on a t-shirt um on last note though tell um, us we just had something happen that literally never fucking happens never happens guys so if you Want to hop on this opportunity? Do not wait because we were completely sold out for our retreats and we had one open up for Into the Wild in Glacier National Park. That is for if you're wanting to face your fears, be brave, be courageous. They're all adventure and healing retreats, so they fall they all fall under that umbrella, um, but it's gonna, this one's going to be a little bit more adrenaline, bears, um, rush, bears, moose, all the things. You'll be getting survival training, fitness training, all the things before that one. It's the only retreat we do this with, so one spot just opened, um, and then also uh, Rise Up Retreat in Phuket, Thailand. So if anybody wants to go international with us, that is a seven-day retreat. Shoot. Um, that one will be all focused around the chakras, a lot of healing, a lot of play. Um, if you want to experience that with us, um, we had one spot open up for that as well, so reach out. Um, Kels will drop into the notes or whatever how to get a hold of us. The notes. <laughs> I don't know what to show call them. Notes. The Good show job. notes. Show notes. Oh, cool. I sound professional. I know all the terms now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. And we hope to see you at one of our retreats soon. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. Drinking. <laughs>